From the campus at Northern State University, this is an EdTech podcast for South Dakota teachers. Okay, welcome back for another wonderful episode of Educational Technology for South Dakota Teachers. And I'm Dr. Frankham, of course. And I am sad because this is our last week of teachers sharing their favorite technology tools. The subject for this week, or the theme, if you will, is media creation. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and let our teachers share their favorite media creation tools with us. The technological tool that I would like to introduce you to is GarageBand. GarageBand is a great tool for teachers and students to create and record short presentations, advertisements, or just simply a summary of learned objectives. This tool puts real-life learning complete with higher-level thinking skills into practice. Students not only have to summarize their objectives, but they must also use their digital literacy skills. They will need to consider author's purpose, audience, and presentation of material. Using this tool will engage students with different multi-intelligence and learning styles, but most importantly, it gives students a way to publish their work for a real live audience, making the learning authentic and applicable. My favorite part of GarageBand is watching my students' creativity come alive. No two podcasts will be alike. Students can tell a story or summarize a learned objective the only way they know how through audio self-recorded tracks, set with background music, sound effects, and even pictures. They can layer loops to create dramatic effects in their storytelling. GarageBand offers lots of helpful recording and editing features. You can edit your performances right down to the note and decibel, fix rhythm issues with a click, finesse your sound with audio effect plugins, and finish your track like a pro with effects such as compression and visual EQ. PC Magazine names it Editor's Choice for Entry-Level Recording Software. Your students will love it. One of the joys of creating something is undoubtedly being able to share it with others. GarageBand has this kind of functionality built in. Once you've completed your masterpiece, you have the option to either send it to your iTunes library or you can output the tune directly to the free music hosting site SoundCloud.com. So what are you waiting for? GarageBand is a great tool for making music, podcasts, radio plays, or just having fun. It also comes free with every Mac. I created this radio broadcast using GarageBand. Stay tuned for our nightly news in which we bring you all the way to the front lines with Brian Williams. So GarageBand really is a fun and wonderful app, as so well presented by Connie. And we'll continue on our discussion now of media creation tools by hearing about iMovie, which is another app that is on Macs and iPads that also can be used for media creation. Good morning, sports fans. Joe Dalton here at Northeast Tech, and I talk to you today about creating a totally rad iMovie. 
You should showcase the projects and activities your students perform in your classroom arena. First, you need to open or install an iMovie app on your laptop. Next, press the Create button on top of the slide. You'll get to pick a variety of themes from the photo album to scrapbook to sports or travel. Let's choose the sports theme. Once you decide your theme, you'll need to insert pictures from your courses into the movie. In the upper left-hand side of the screen, you'll see the Libraries category. Select iPhoto Library. This is where all your previous downloaded pictures will be located. Select all the events or separate pictures and drop them into the dotted boxes directly below your picture files. Let's select the whole event and put them into the frame boxes. It's much easier to eliminate certain photos as you design your movie. Once all your photos have been imported into iMovie, you can select the movie, select the music you'd like to incorporate. You can choose the genre of music pre previous downloaded under the content library section on the lower left hand section of the main screen. I like to select songs from my Monsters of Rock CD in the iTunes section. My students know the songs because their parents are close to my age and they made their children listen to the oldies. Once you think you have your iMovie finished, play the movie to preview it before exporting the draft to QuickTime. After the final editing, export your movie by pressing the share button on top of the main screen. You'll be asked where you'd like to store the movie. You can choose from desktop, documents, or others. Let's choose desktop. That way you can save the movie to a jump drive for future use. You can show each class the projects, activities, miscellaneous learning items that happen in your courses. If you have to pre present in front of an advisory board like all CT instructors do twice a year, it's a great tool to have in your arsenal. You can show your supervisor the creations to display the extra professional development time you've been putting in. This helps beep up your evaluation. I hope you enjoy my presentation on how to create a course iPhoto movie displaying your students' achievements. Good day. So as was mentioned in both presentations, these iMovie and GarageBand are fantastic tools that you can use, and they're actually quite simple. It used to be that it was very difficult to edit a video or to put together some kind of music because it required multiple takes and trying to get it all right in the first time but with these tools you can actually edit and produce something that's very professional in a short amount of time and students above all can do this for a class project. Now we're going to shift our gears and talk a little bit about how to create your own class website. Leslie's here to tell us about her favorite website creation tool called Weebly. Hello everybody. I'm Leslie Sauter, and I am a grad student at Northern State University and a fourth grade teacher. The cool technology tool that I want to share with you guys is the website builder Weebly. I have been using Weebly for about two years now. When I started looking at revamping my website for my classroom, I really wasn't happy with what the school's website builder had available. And so I started exploring and I found Weebly. Now on Weebly, 
you can set up your website in tons of different ways with tons of different backgrounds and edit the color of the font, the type of font, and you can add a ton of features to your website. So when you go to Weebly and you sign up, you can sign up for a free Weebly account and a free website, or you can upgrade to the paid one. Right now I'm only using the free website builder. I did pay for my website last year, and so I had the paid version last year. Didn't see a ton of difference, and so I decided not to upgrade this year. You can also buy your domain name on Weebly as well. So my website for my classroom is mrssaudersclass.weebly.com. And when I started it, I really was just looking for a couple different features. And as I started building and playing with it a little bit, I found all of the different features that are offered for free with the website. I believe on my page I have or on my website, excuse me, I have about six or seven different pages. And one of those pages is also the blog. Now to date, I have not had anybody blog on my classroom website. That doesn't mean it won't happen in the future, so I have it there. Or that I may use it with my students as well. I just haven't gotten to that point yet. The main reason that I wanted some of these features is that I wanted to be able to add pictures and video to my website and I wanted to be able to do it easily. With Weebly, I can easily set up the different pages that I'm using. So I have a home page where I have just kind of notices to my parents what's going on in the classroom. I have two math pages, a science page, a reading page, and a homework page. And then I believe I have a um, schedule lesson plans page and then my blog. I have used different features at different times and it kind of depends on what my schedule is like at the time and how busy my life is. Right now I have been using mainly the photo and the video part of my website. And what I do is I upload a video to the website. A lot of times it's math and math homework help, especially if I know it's going to be a homework assignment that I think might be a little bit more difficult, especially if the parents have to help their child with it. And so using my dot cam, I will record me explaining the homework to the students, going through the directions, giving tips and tricks on how to solve it, what exactly I'm looking for on the homework assignment. Then I just upload the video and it's on my website. Now, the one thing that's different or the main thing that's different between the free version and the paid version is if you wanna upload a video on the free version, you have to go through YouTube and then link it from YouTube to your website. It's totally not a big deal, it's one extra step, but it doesn't take very long and it's not that hard to do. Now if you upgrade to the paid version, you can upload videos directly from your computer. And it's really, really easy. I loved that feature. I just didn't know if it was really worth the extra money that I was paying to not have to go through YouTube. And so this year I've been going through YouTube. It doesn't take much longer to upload it through YouTube and then link it as it did to just upload it to the web page. It's basically just copying that link over. So it doesn't take a whole lot more time. The big difference is then your video is on YouTube and it's public. It has to be public in order for it to be viewed on your webpage. I found that out after a couple parents emailed me and said, I can't view the video. So it does have to be public, but I don't think there's a lot of people out there searching for me. So as of now, I haven't had any issues with that. And it's basically me explaining homework. So it's not really a big deal.
I don't think. Um, you can also add audio to it, and I have not used this feature at all, so I have no idea how it would work or how it looks on your website, but you can do a sound recorder just like what I'm doing now and load that right to your webpage. So if you wanted to do a podcast for your class, if you were doing a flipped classroom, or if you wanted something for a day that you were going to be gone and you needed some instructions to give uh, and you didn't want to have to leave, your, leave it up to your sub, I think that would be a great way to record it or do a video and just put it on your website. Your sub could go to your website, play the video, and your class could see it on your Promethean board or projector, whatever you have in your classroom. Um, so that's the cool technology tool that I use. I love the website. I think it has great creativity tools and just is really, really easy to use. So feel free to check out my website if you'd like to see some of those features in action. Super duper exciting. So it's mrssoddersclass.weebly.com or if you're looking for some nutrition cooking stuff, I have a personal blog that is farmgirleats.weebly.com and that's my personal blog website where I have some cooking videos that I've uploaded and um, I haven't done podcasts yet, but maybe someday. So you could check that one out too if you just want to see what another one would look like if you're looking to start your own blog as well. So that's my cool technology tool. Have a great evening, guys. See you later. So yes, Weebly is a fantastic free uh, tool for creating websites for classrooms, and I like that. That's probably my favorite one out there that is free. We have also used other website creators like Wix, and of course Google Sites is fantastic as well, but I think Weebly kind of beats them out as far as the look and feel of things. And the only limitation also that I know about with Weebly is that it only allows you to create up to five pages with the free version. So you may have to purchase more to get more pages than that. All right, finally, we have a bonus media creation tool. It's PickMonkey.com, shared by Chrissy, and this is an online photo editor. My name is Chrissy Hakeman. I teach in Watertown. I am a part of cohort number three with NSU. Um, a piece of technology I used earlier this week was um, called PickMonkey.com. My, actually, my 16-year-old daughter um, taking an art class uh, showed me um, a little bit about it. I think PicMonkey is um, known it's for photo editing, um, making collages, touching up different things. But her art class used it for more, I think, um, probably um, kind of abstract type art. And so I used it in my classroom for something very similar. The students, um, my students have been struggling with um, saying positive things to one another. So we spent a lot of time talking about positive, positive words and, um, and giving each person um, a compliment in a positive way. So um, they, all of my students went and took a picture of themselves uh, through Photo Booth. Dot com. If you've never used Photobooth, that's another one, another piece of technology that is awesome. Uh, but they took a picture of themselves through Photobooth. They then dragged their picture to the desktop. They went to PickMonkey.com. From there, uh, they clicked on Edit. Immediately, the Edit pulls up File Uploads. 
Um, I chose a picture and clicking on uh, just a nice headshot of myself. From there I went to um, colors under the auto adjust. Um, at colors I wanted to go out to a minus 100 under saturation. What happens with this is it changes it to a black and white photo. I clicked applied and then I went to exposure. Under exposure we wanted to go um, extremely bright, so plus 100 to get the brightest, um, kind of almost a, a clear white photo. At that point in time we want to click on shadows and from shadows we are um, causing the picture to start to gain shapes, black and white shapes. And really it's kind of individual choice, but the uh, more shapes that are you're able to see, the better. And so when you're happy with um, really kind of, the, it's a black and white picture, uh, but you want to start thinking of the picture with more shape tones. Um, I'm going to apply. I'm going to click on save and save that now to my computer. PicMonkey does this. You don't have to have a password for this. It's very simple. I'm going to click it, save it to my desktop. Once I've saved it to my desktop, I can open it up. My students then printed um, this picture, this black and white picture, to a black and white printer. And um, there they had kind of more, a little more of their abstract art. Uh, from there, the students traced the shapes, you could say, the black shapes of their picture onto another piece of white picture. And then they um, wrote out the positive words in very fine print, very tiny print, um, very much in the same, same style, same um, direction, as I know their art teachers have um, tried to really impress upon them. But um, the shapes, the black shapes of the picture then stand out through their tiny written words. And um, their pictures are actually pretty awesome. They come to life. And um, just one way to use PicMonkey.com. So we've been given a great example of a, an art project that helps to take a photo and, and abstract its elements out of it. But PicMonkey could be used for many different projects as a photo editor. Um, what's great about it is if you don't have Photoshop and you need to manipulate a photo for some reason, or if you want your students to be able to do so, PicMonkey has some basic functions. It doesn't have everything that Photoshop has, but basic functions that allow you to do that. Well, we've finished out our discussion for today on media creation, favorite websites and apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.